I'm here with uh, Shane Lashley, who's the director of uh, Westlake Medical Arts. He does functional medicine if, and, and really just helps people be their best. I send patients all the time to him for hair loss, for other medical conditions that they can really be optimized on. And um, Shane, actually, is functional medicine the right term? Is there a better term for what you do? Because that's the term I use, but I may be incorrect. It's a, it's a marriage between functional medicine and integrative medicine. Interesting. So uh, functional medicine is looking at how you function optimally versus just not be sick. Okay. Integrative medicine takes the best of Western medicine and combines it with other healing sciences like Eastern or natural or nutrition or things of that nature and looks to achieve high optimization through different, different ways other than just pharmaceuticals. Uh, uh, you know, looking at natural, it's a big toolkit we had to work with. So is, 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 would you call yourself both functional and integrated? Is, both, is there yes, an umbrella term for both of those or no? Uh, there's not an umbrella, but we're both. Okay, wonderful. So, you know, I always tell my patients that um, historically, as Western doctors, we if you don't have cancer or heart disease, we really don't know what to do. Uh, and, and I know you guys are optimizing people's health. Um, how, for hair loss, which is one of the many things you work with, um, are there things that you're looking at, maybe for women versus men, or anything particular when I send a patient over to you for evaluation of that condition? Well, thank you, Dr. Lamb, for, for having me on the podcast. And, uh, uh, and on behalf of myself and Dr. Elder Womack, who is our, our Harvard-trained MD that works with these, these types of patients. Um, the thing that it's kind of interesting when people walk in and they say, I've, I've been sent to you by Dr. Lamb or by anybody else, or I've just found you because I've got hair loss, that's the emotional reason they really have sought help. But often underneath that, the body's got a lot going on, and the hair loss was the reason that, that they wanted to get help, but there was always other things boiling up that caused the hair loss. And what we typically find is that the body has redeployed resources to other areas of, of problems, and it is now taking resources away that would have supported <coughs> hair growth, and is moving those resources over to fight underlying, underlying inflammation, or toxicities, or things of that nature, or nutrient deficiencies. And so the resources to support healthy hair, healthy, vibrant hair, is not living up to the full genetic potential of the patient. And so we see this, a lot of times they'll come in and I'll notice immediately that the outer third of the eyebrows are thinning. We'll start to see signs of thyroid problems. Well, thyroid will typically point quickly to gut digestion issues. Uh, so you start running nutrient panels, we're starting to look at it, nutrient profiles, or you start looking at uh, toxicity issues, things they're carrying around in them that are not so overt that they can't get up and go to work on Monday morning. They're going to work, but there are things that are smoldering. It's low-grade inflammation that's causing autoimmunity, high blood pressure, problematic digestion, problematic uh, nutrient absorption. It's creating low brain function. It's impairing some of their emotional capabilities. So now they don't have the cognition and the mental focus they used to have. They don't have the emotional happiness. They're not at peace. There's anxiety. There's depression. There's chronic stress. And this is now putting pressure on specific organs like the thyroid, uh, like the relationship between serotonin production in the gut and its uh, transport to the brain. And when you start to see these kinds of things and a dysregulation in their cortisol production, a dysregulation in their hormones because of that, and then habits that people have, that they start to try to chase 
relief from those habits. Well, I'm stressful, so I'm always having wine every night at dinner. And they're, you know, that what they think is a glass is really three quarters of a bottle because it's a big glass. It's know? a big glass. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, you know, so they say, well, they have one glass. Well, show me that glass. And then they're having a lot of sugary desserts because they're trying to calm down that cortisol from the day. Mm-hmm. And so the body is redeploying nutrients. It's redeploying mm-hmm. enzymatic support because it has higher priorities than hair. And it's, it's, it's going to make sure pH balance is maintained. It's going to make sure heart function is going. It's going to try to get as many things going, you know, balanced as it can. And as a result, the hair actually just doesn't have what it needs to, to grow. And, and, and people will often tolerate um, being unhappy. They'll, they'll yeah. look for a, a medication. They'll tolerate being chronically stressed because isn't that the American way to be chronically stressed? Right, totally. Uh, uh, especially if they have children that are in 27 activities and, and all of that kind of stuff. And now we've got homeschooling that, that is making it tough for people to work from home. So there's this idea that we're supposed to step up to the stress. We're supposed to bear it. We're supposed to carry it. We're supposed to just muscle through. But it really takes a toll on our body. It has yeah. actually uh, been shown clinically in to be one of the top three reasons uh, people have sudden cardiac death, independent of blockage. But when we have this chronic stress, we put pressure on other things that that are required for for healthy hair. And so when somebody comes in and says, I'm really upset, I don't feel good in my hair, and and my nails don't don't look like they should, and I'm I'm, I'm feeling all insecure and frustrated, fix this. We, We really see that as the starting point of a reverse engineering thought process yeah. we want to follow to go back to what is not going and it could be thyroid gut liver lymph uh immune system overactivation due to toxicities there's a long list of things it's going to sure. be uh or it could be but you reverse engineer back to that root issue and i often find if we solve that problem not only do they get their hair back but they get that vibrance they get their energy they get their smile back right and that's important that's that's critical. You know, I always say I, I treat the effect, but I don't treat the cause. Mm-hmm. And I tell my patients that. And I say this in, in all my consultations, especially for women. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times with men, we take for granted. We say, well, men are supposed to lose hair. Mm-hmm. And women, okay, something's abnormal. And I, I'm guilty of it as well. If a male comes in and it looks like male pattern baldness, I don't really seek it as, fur, as much. And most of my patients I send uh, to you are really women that I can't mm-hmm. figure out what's going on. Or I say, look, you know, Western doctor is going to think, okay, well, you know, let's your thyroid looks sort of normal, uh, goodbye. But it sounds so complex, and I, I'm really glad you're diving deep into this whole lifestyle and toxicity issue because, again, we take for granted everything's genetic. It's got to be just this is your program for hair loss, and that's not necessarily the case. It sounds like, you know, and that's why for me as a surgeon, I can't operate on someone who's unstable with, with you know, ongoing hair loss because they're not optimized, and they may not even be safe for surgery. Um, tell me a little bit, um, you work mainly with Dr. Womack, is that right? That's correct. Tell me a little bit about Dr. Womack. So Dr. Womack uh, is, our headquarters is in Austin, but we're also here in, in uh, we'll have been here in Plano, and so we go back and forth. And um, she's a Harvard-trained, board-certified internal medicine physician. Uh, she has a board certification additionally in uh, regenerative and anti-aging medicine. And um, she's a phenomenal physician focused on really helping get to the root cause issue. Um, I support her as the director of lifestyle medicine programs, and I run all of our neuro and um, uh, immune system chronic disease type of program development, especially on the biotoxin side. So she and I collaborate on all of our patients that have neurological or immune system or lifestyle driven issues. And she is, uh, 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 her family, if, if, you, uh, if you are familiar with Scientific American, the magazine, yeah. mm-hmm. her father was the one who bought that in the mid-1950s as wow. a one-page 
front and back newsletter that had been started by, in the 1850s. Yeah. He turned it into this mega powerhouse, kind right. of on a national geographic level. Um, it was in 14 countries. And so she grew up as the only child of, of, of uh, that family in downtown New York. And so her dinner table included Nobel laureates. Wow. And it's, uh, this is interesting. I'm glad you asked me this because yeah. I can tell you this and she'll never <laughs> tell you anything I'm about to tell you. Right. But it's, it's phenomenally uh, interesting to those of us who weren't there. So her father um, became, uh, he was a, a science correspondent in World War II. He started this in the mid-50s. But as a result of that, his job was to seek out the leading scientific minds of the 20th century in 14 countries. So Linus Pauling, the only wow. one of only two that got two Nobel prizes in two yeah. different disciplines was so frequently in their home he was like a, a surrogate uncle so from five years old he was yeah. teaching her about vitamin C when she got to Harvard he was yeah. her biochem tutor at the dinner table that's crazy and so uh, you could go on her father has a uh, there's a he's since passed but there's a family letter from Albert Einstein to her father handwritten Wow and so there's things like that she grew up with this scientific global perspective. Yeah. of human suffering because she went to the 14 countries with her parents. Wow. And so she um, she grew up with this global perspective of humans and suffering and the need to heal and the need to have the very best science. And Nobel laureates affected her thought process from a very early age. Yeah. So it's not just that she was smart, she got into Harvard, which is cool, and yeah. she's a really good doctor. She has this paradigm that is just impossible to replicate. And, you, and she has a phenomenal compassion and uh, level of empathy. So her average appointment with a patient's yeah. two hours. Wow. A really, really busy day for her is three straight patients. That's yeah. amazing. That's, 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 that's a 12-hour that's a day for her because of the prep work ahead of time and the documentation afterwards. So when she and I see a patient, either I see them or right. she see them, typically they're two-hour sessions. Okay. Now we have modalities in our clinic here yeah. in Plano that can be 30 minutes and there's things like that. Right, they don't right. have to do that. But we spend a lot of time with people and the relationships and we often work with entire families. Shane, how do, how do people reach out to you either from... Uh, phone or, or website or, or email or what is the best way to contact to set up an appointment? The fastest way, probably the easiest way, because I travel between both locations yeah. uh, and I have residents in both cities. So if you if you really wanted to reach out to me, the email would be the fastest. Okay. Yeah. And that would be Shane, S-H-A-N-E, at WestlakeMedicalArts.com. And that's all one word. Perfect. That would be the... It, that's the thing that I, I can get no matter where I am the easiest. You can yeah. always call our either yeah. office, and those Perfect. numbers are on our website. Perfect. But Shane at Westlake Medical Arts, yeah. reference this podcast, reference that uh, you listen to Dr. Lamb, and that would I can respond to that the quickest. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Shane. Thank you.